Welcome to the Multi-Purpose Room, a podcast helping school organizations and school administrations achieve their goals. Each episode discusses real-life topics that PTAs, PTOs, and school staff are dealing with. Our hosts and guests offer practical tips, learnings, and best practices to achieve their desired outcomes. Here are your hosts, Wesley and Deborah Jones. The lifeblood of school groups is their volunteers. Not only are PTA, PTSA, and PTO board groups volunteers, but also they need many more volunteers to help run the various events that are put on throughout the year. So it's unsurprising that one of the top questions that we get and that we see across Facebook groups that we participate in is, how do I get more people to volunteer? In this episode, we will talk about the top eight most effective ways to do that. Have you ever been in this situation? It's the night before an event and you're scrambling to get people to man tables. Or you're going into your next PTO or PTA year and you realize half the positions aren't filled and you're wondering how on earth you're going to get it all done. Or even this common one where you realize that everybody on your board is fifth grade parents or eighth grade parents or 12th grade parents, and they're going to be graduating out and you worry about the longevity of the board. So often on the Facebook groups that I participate in, people wonder whether their organization can go on because a lack of volunteers or a lack of members coming to the meetings. Have no fear. There are some things that have worked really well. And so I have researched both what other leaders have shared as well as some articles out there on tips that have worked effectively for other types of organizations. And I'm sharing those here today. The first, and I feel like this is a common trap we all fall into, don't ask for volunteers. Instead, ask for help. People don't want to just be a volunteer anymore. And this goes back to an episode that we had several months ago where we talked about communication differences in generations. And the term volunteer has actually fallen out of favor. Instead, asking for help is something that most people will say yes to, or at least be more likely to say yes than to becoming a volunteer. One sounds easier, giving a bit of help versus a volunteer sounds like an ongoing position. So make sure in your messaging that you are asking for help. The second tip, Offer short, flexible opportunities. Again, this goes to offering bite-sized pieces so that people don't feel like they're signing on for something big. If it's a board position, maybe just ask for input on a particular topic that you need from that board position. So if I explain this a little bit further, let's say your VP of fundraising role is open. And so rather than going out and asking to find a VP of fundraising, maybe ask if people have fundraising ideas or could they spend, could five different people spend 20 minutes at home one day researching one particular fundraiser? Number of different ways to break that down into smaller, more bite-sized pieces that are short 
and flexible. You can do them at home. You don't necessarily have to do them by, you know, the next day. You you give a couple of weeks, but breaking things down into short, flexible opportunities. Now, there may also be big opportunities to help, but if you offer both, you are more likely to get more help. The third tip is to ask often. Have a link on your website where volunteers or helpers can sign up where anybody interested in helping can register that interest. Mention it at every event that your PTA or PTO puts on. Mention it in your newsletter. Asking often for that help will make it more likely that people see it and pay attention to it and realize that it is an ongoing need for help as opposed to a one-time thing, like a one-time ask at the beginning of the school year. The fourth tip, is to ask specific people. The easiest way to do this is to ask your board members to each go out and ask one or two people for help. It could be for help with a specific project or it could be to register their interest to help when needs come up. That way you start to build a database of different people who can help in different ways. Again, thinking back to these short, flexible opportunities, maybe that's the way they're helping but they're dipping a toe in the water and then maybe they can help more and more and perhaps that translates into a board position the following year. But if you ask specific people and they have been singled out to help, they are more likely to say yes than if it is a broad ask to the community. The fifth is kind of along the same lines, but bring a friend. You can, when asking for help, Ask the helpers to bring a friend with them. Encourage them to recruit additional people to help. So every time you have somebody register their interest, you could say, are you able to bring somebody to help with this particular event? Or do you know somebody who may be interested in helping as well? So encouraging that bringing a friend will expand the number of helpers that you have available to you. Six is make it easy. This goes the whole way along. So make it easy in terms of signing up. Have a link. Have people be able to drop off a piece of paper in the office. Tell a friend. Make it easy to register their interest to help. Make it easy by having things documented. So when somebody does register to help, They're able to refer to how things have been done in the past. Make it easy to help in multiple ways. This goes back to the second one, offering short and flexible opportunities. But this is a bit more specific in that not everybody can help with things on campus or help with things during certain hours. So just offer a lot of different options so that they can do things at home or in person or on the weekends or during the week. And finally, Make it easy for your helpers by setting expectations. This will be an hour of time. This will be 20 minutes of time. This is a lot of work. This is a little amount of work. You will have to pick up the phone. You won't have to pick up the phone. Whatever it is, set some parameters around that helping opportunity so that your helpers know what to expect and then deliver on that expectation. Related to number six is number seven, which is all about co-creation. 
This is another thing that goes back to the generational communication differences that we talked about in a prior episode. Especially today's parent generations, co-creation is important. So not just executing on a task, but setting out the goal, sharing the documentation for how it was done before, just to set a baseline, but saying, we'd love for you to improve this. We'd love your input. We'd love for you to drive the process however you see fit. And then asking them to document it along the way for the next person. But this really allows your helpers to get engaged in the process and gives them some creativity and some flexibility and allows a better outcome, frankly. And so that co-creation, people get excited about an opportunity that they can help to shape. Again, it's more of being a helper rather than being a volunteer who is told what to do. And finally, and frankly, most importantly, tip number eight is to make sure to thank all of your volunteers and to tell them that if they've had an enjoyable time with helping, to share with a friend. But absolutely make sure to say thank you. Say it multiple times, multiple ways, publicly thanking people in a newsletter. You know, thank you to all of our helpers from this last weekend's carnival. Thank you to everybody who put together our teacher appreciation baskets this month. Whatever the case may be, saying thank you, making people know that their help has been appreciated, not only makes them feel good, but encourages them to help again. So those are the top tips for encouraging more helpers in your PTA or PTO. Just to recap, number one, Ask for help, not volunteers. Two, offer short, flexible, variety of opportunities. Number three, ask often. Number four, make specific asks of specific people. Number five, ask people to bring a friend. Number six, make it easy. Number seven, encourage co-creation. And number eight, say thank you show your gratitude. With that, we wish you a successful PTA and PTO year. We hope you're able to get lots of helpers. It's still a challenge. I'm not saying that this is magic and will solve your challenges overnight, but hopefully you will start to build up a group of helpers who can then dive in more and run your board once you have graduated on to the next level of schooling. Make sure to visit our website at themultipurposeroom.school to subscribe to this show. If you like the topics on this show, we share additional resources on our company blog at www.k12clothing.com. We'll see you next week in the Multipurpose Room.